I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Nerdy Show, the long-running podcast dedicated to every facet of nerddom, from comics and video games to science and technology. If it's geeky, we'll probably talk about it. Hi, I'm Kat. And I suppose calling us long-running when there's been these huge intermittent gaps, it's, it's a bit of a stretch, but we're still here. We've been here. Just sleeping, hibernating, waiting for the pandemic to pass us by. Well, not really. We've actually been hard at work on a bunch of other stuff. I might be getting ahead of myself. Hello. As I recall, I had not reintroduced myself here on Nerdy Show, so let me just take a moment to do that now. Again, because I just, I literally just did it, but hi, I'm Kat Blackard, and uh, you probably know me from over a decade of content prior on this feed, but that was like the kind of meat chrysalis that I was inhabiting, and now I, the luminous being inside, have hatched outward from it. You heard a little bit of that process in the final uh, years of Nerdy Show content, but you got yourself a whole new host now, folks. So, nice to be here. I have been contemplating coming on this feed and doing something for literally the entire time that nothing's been coming out on this feed. Why now, you might ask? Well, there's two reasons, but therein lies the subjects that I'll be talking about today, and before I get into those particular weeds, let me just say hi. How, how are you? It's been a time. I mean, good grief. Such a time. And we've really missed you. I've missed you. I mean, I did want to step away from nerd media journalism, like, as a as a lifestyle, because I wanted to enjoy media again and not have to forcibly consume it. Um, but I still consume nerdy media because I'm still doing nerd stuff, y'all. And I sure as hell love to talk about it and share the things that I love with my friends around a table and then also the people on the internet who are also my friends, but a different kind of friend, an impersonal friend. Unless we get close, I don't know. Have you been hanging out on the Omniverse slash Nerdy Show Network Discord at omniverse.media slash Discord? I know that at least a certain percentage of people listening like right now are active people who hang out there, and that's super cool. Hello, everyone. Um, this is really scattered, but that's actually kind of the point, because this episode is me broadcasting to you in a way that I've wanted to do for a long time, but also testing out some new technology. I have no script, I have no bullet points, and I usually do have at least bullet points, so I'm just flying off the rails here. Uh, I'm just going to ramble and talk, and uh, and hopefully that'll be interesting and compelling because we're going to go in a lot of different directions, all right? It's going to be a big squiggly yarn ball, and because uh, you know how much cats love big squiggly yarn balls, really leaning into the whole cat thing. But I'm just really glad to be here. Uh... <laughs> Seriously, I've been wanting to do this for so long. I've even recorded things like this before that I haven't released. If you're hearing this, then I chose to actually release it. So the new technology. I, this is not going to be a precedent, folks. This whole, like, 
you getting a random broadcast that's totally unhinged and zipping all over the place. No, 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 no. We do still strive for professionalism here, even though we have not spoken in years. I got an email yesterday from Adobe. Back in, I want to say 2019, podcast movement was in Orlando, Florida, and there I met a wizard, a real-life wizard. I mean, someone who has shaped my life in ways that I cannot even begin to fathom. It was kind of like accidentally meeting George Lucas, but not even realizing who he was at first. I met the person who designs Adobe Audition. And and that's the tool that we've used for almost the entire time. It's the digital interface that I interface with most out of any other app ever. It's, you know, if you're listening to Nerdy Show, we have much to thank this person for. Um, And so we were hanging out at an Adobe Audition booth briefly, uh, and this wizard showed me some stuff and talked about some podcast applications that sounded like disturbing magic. And then yesterday, after all that time, I finally got an email saying that my uh, request to access the beta had been approved. It's a new thing called Adobe Podcast, and it's a web-based interface that I record into. By the way, this is not an ad. This is purely me wanting to test out this redonkulous technology. Um, and uh, and this is also my way of, um, by explaining it to you, I'm also probably going to explain why this episode sounds fucking weird. Um, so let me just put that out there. Anyway, it's a web-based application that I'm directly recording into right now. And once I've finished my recording, it automatically transcribes it. And then I edit the transcription and it edits the podcast. And it can take somebody who sounds like they're in an echoey office building and make them sound crisp and clean. And it will have a feature that eliminates ums and uhs and so forth. And this interface is extremely primitive. Like, I could not build an audio drama on here. In fact, I can't even build this episode on here. I'm just going to export this audio. Um, because I could throw in the theme song at the beginning, but I wouldn't be able to, like, have it play and fade out underneath me, I don't think, but I need to play around with this. So them sending me this email was my excuse to actually do a thing that I've been thinking about doing for a long time. That's the short version of that. And that's also why this might sound super weird, because I did test it out a little bit, and the edits are far from perfect, but it's a beta, so either way, it's super impressive and could streamline things. In fact, it could make the whole process of doing, let's say, talk podcasts a hell of a lot easier and something that if this application works out for me, something that uh, maybe could result in more content because I have multiple very fun, super cool things that you're going to super dig if I ever get to put them out. Uh, episodes of Nerdy Show recorded, like a second food crawl and an interview with um, one of the most influential comics illustrators in my life, uh, Chris Allen of Ninja Turtles. I think I've mentioned this stuff before because it's old. It's super old. I just haven't gotten around to it for a lot of reasons. Let's get personal. Um the pandemic was a hard time for a lot of reasons. Um, I'll give you the short version. It's not really important to get into, but um, but to give some kind of perspective on, you know, like, why things went the way they did. Uh, in late 2019, I quit my job at Consequence of Sound and altered my trajectory to be a creator full-time, which was a good plan. But then the pandemic happened, and that kind of upended everything because I learned... Uh, that, much to my surprise, but not anyone else's, I'm an extrovert. And not being around people and living in isolation was, like, uh, 
hitting a brick wall. Um, and then a bunch of other things were going on in my life. So we've got depression. We've got divorce. Um, we've got, let's say, delicacies. I do a lot of cooking now. Um, and I just finished watching all of Food Wars with my girlfriend. Uh, and if you haven't watched Food Wars, the anime, uh, I highly recommend it. It's a pain in the ass to watch right now because it's kind of spread out over a bunch of streaming services. Season 5 sucks, but everything else is wonderful. And I recognize that I'm talking very fast. I'm cramming a lot of information in. I apologize. It's just me in a void. There's no other person to converse with. So it's got this kind of like weird flow. I'm used to working off a script at this point when it comes to like monologues. Um, I've been working a lot as a voice actor. Uh, I have a recurring role on Moonbase Theta Out, which is a sci-fi that you might enjoy. Um, if you're familiar with the author uh, Charlie Jane Anders, I voiced a character in a show called Open World. It's an anthology series. There was a episode, their finale episode called I'll Have You Know was an adaptation of a Charlie Jane Anders short story, and I was the lead in that. Um, and if you've heard of the sci-fi comedy audio drama sensation that took the world by storm during the pandemic, Midnight Burger, it's one of my favorite shows. Well, now I'm in one of my favorite shows. Uh, early next year, I will be in a spinoff series they're doing uh, called Young Life, and uh, I'm super excited about that. Like, it's uh, it's really fun to, like, love something and then, like, guess what? You're in it. That's, yeah, Wow. So, you know, everything got pretty discombobulated, and during all that time, we were trying desperately to release uh, the next season of the Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program, which has been a central focus of ours. That's our Lovecraftian historical fiction horror comedy um, that you may remember as something that was originally started via you folks uh, supporting this show in the days before Patreon. You requested that we play the Call of Cthulhu, and we did, and it was a huge hit, so we kept doing it. And we've we've tried to keep doing it without years in between releases, but that's much easier said than done. It's an expensive show to make. So to that end, um, I do have an appeal if you're so inclined. We are in the final, like, less than 40 hours uh, of, this, of this recording, and who knows by the time you hear this, of um, crowdfunding for our next season of the Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program. Our third season finally came out. It's just wrapped. It's all out. It's called Night at Howling House. So, of course, all the stories on the Call of Cthulhu Mystery Program each season is a standalone story. Howling House is about some kids who spend the night in a haunted house. Now, of course, there's a lot more going on than just that. Things get super weird, super twisted, and it's a 1920s spin on a lot of 1980s kids in peril stories all put in a blender um, with some unique twists of our own. It's got me. It's got Colin. It's got Brandon and then uh, some folks you might not know, but who are awesome. The Nerdy Show crew is still very much doing things together uh, in, you know, a lot of different ways here and there and few and far between based on like release schedules and whatnot. We recorded this thing back in 2019. I've been trying to put it out ever since. Our next season, The Case of the Penumbral Gate, which is going to be our biggest season ever. We're crowdfunding it right now. Um, so... Um, if you folks out there are interested in supporting our audio endeavors, uh, then head to CthulhuMystery.com slash crowdfund. If you're hearing this after the crowdfunding has ended, uh, our Patreon's still there. You can still go to Patreon.com slash NerdyShow, and then also uh, Patreon.com slash OmniverseMedia. They both go to the same place. Um, it's a redirect thingamajig. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. 
Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If this is too rambly, I apologize. This is really off the cuff. I mean, like, I woke up, I took a shower, I thought, well, damn it, I'll use that Adobe stuff to do this thing. And then I hopped in the studio and now I'm doing it. So, um, yeah, this is all really, really off the cuff. I mean, you're just, you're just getting brain vomit. And for that, I'm sorry. After all this time, you deserve more. But here's the thing. I do have a thing I'm going to try to do before the end of the year. Something really, really, really cool happened this year. And it broke my brain. And in the grand tradition of Nerdy Show, I want to talk to the people that, that did it. I think this is going to happen one way or another, but it might actually happen before the end of the year if I have my way. Um, it's going to be a really phenomenal discussion uh, about video games and philosophy and uh, Zelda. So uh, stay tuned, I hope. I don't like from my mouth to write checks that it can't cash, so I'm going to take that one to the bank. Yeah, let's see. Pandemic was a time... Uh, we're bouncing out of it. Yeah, things are great now, by the way. I should have, like, followed that up. Like, it was a hard few years, um, on a personal level, and then, like, you know, for everybody involved, and then, like, in a macro level, the pandemic, and then, like, oh, wow, the fires, are, you know, the metaphorical fires are still across the landscape. I still live in Florida, for example. I'll just say that without elaboration, and I think you can probably get the gist of what I'm saying by that. Um, Florida, which is, I might add, a place that I deeply love and is not defined by the socio-political climate of human beings, which do not represent Florida. People like to dig on this place a lot, but I think it's important to make distinctions between the human world, which is a dumpster fire, and the actual world, which is a very different thing altogether, but is unfortunately being adversely affected by said dumpster fire. Um, yeah, and what else? Okay, so... CthulhuMystery.com slash crowdfund. I'm going to say it again. I'll probably say it another time. Uh, go there. Watch a video. See see myself and John Sebastian Laval and Jared Pope. Luke McDuffie of the Luke's Late to Everything segment from Nerdy Show is in there. Nelson Lugo, Josh LaForge, and other folks from the Nerdy Show network that you may be familiar with. We're still here. We're still doing things. RPG from Scratch is still putting out episodes. Flame On is still putting out episodes. And I have, over the past year, um, been co-developing a really exciting new show for the Nerdy Show Network, which this is probably not the time or place to debut talking about it, but it's going to be rad as hell. Um, and I will let you know as soon as I'm able. Um, it's going to be a limited series, but it's going to be a long-form limited series, and it's going to hone in on a topic that you probably expect from me. But which one will it be? Ooh, mystery. Um, 
Let's address State of the Empire, because like uh, something that's happening in a few days is that uh, the Willow television series is happening, which I can't believe. Uh, Doug and Matt and I, we're still in constant communication, and uh, I think none of us wanted to like let State of the Empire just like teeter off and, and die. It kind of, the last episode sort of came out at, at the end of a year, and then there was a big release and of like Rise of the Skywalker, which I still haven't seen, by the way. I can't, I can't bring myself to. It's just, it looks horrible. Um, and everyone says horrible things about it. People who I trust. I, I'm, I just, I'm enjoying Andor, uh, and I enjoyed the first two seasons of Mandalorian. Uh, I don't know. It's my relationship with Star Wars has gotten really complicated. But this this Willow thing, we all feel really close to it. You know, we were, as far as we know, us and John Kasdan, who's like the creator of the show, were the people who were saying no Willow is important and really influential. The fact that we were saying it publicly and the way we were saying it even though we were a small show it feels like maybe we did have an impact there um so we're really excited and it feels weird not doing a show amping it up but like good grief the bandwidth like promoting uh the crowdfunding campaign and launching the new series of cthulhu has been uh my life i'm on a work cycle that has been constant for months straight and i'm actually kind of learning how to be a human being again very slowly uh, I'm I'm super excited to virtually not do anything for the rest of the year. If I make a new Nerdy Show episode, it will be because it was a passion project and a form of recreation for me. A form of recreation that turns into a product, like a drawing. Um, I'm looking forward to getting my bearings back. And, you know, maybe we do more Nerdy Show. I don't know. It's the, the, the nerd media thing. And, you know, I, I don't like capitalism. And, like, you know, when we started the show... Okay, so I'm going to get on a subject right now that, that I feel really conflicted about. I would much prefer to do this in a group setting, but I'm just rambling, so I'm just going to go for it. Maybe I delete this part. Who knows? I could. Haha. But I don't know. If you're hearing this, then obviously I haven't done it. But when we started Nerdy Show, nerd media was still small potatoes. Then the superhero film genre kicked off. And that took things that were already like on an upward trajectory and escalated things. And that's cool. We're seeing stuff that, I mean, we live in a dream world now where like, they make action figures of Judith Hogue's appearance as April in the first Ninja Turtles film. Scanned from her face. They're incredible. They make multiple pieces of merchandise for the skeleton pumpkin and witch from Halloween 3. Uh, it's madness. Like, uh, Twin Peaks came back. <laughs> Some really incredible things have happened with media. Stuff that would be like crazy dreams of, of my child self. Um, but meanwhile, we live in a landscape where, um, you know, we're all, as nerds, we're, we're being uh, preyed upon in a lot of ways. And it, it feels weird, like, uh, operating a media show, we're talking about, like, hype and enthusiasm for projects. And I'm, I'm here thinking about the artists that, that make the stuff, the writers, the directors, designers, actors, etc., people who are enthusiastic about making beautiful works. But we're talking about corporations that are now, like, since we last broadcast to you, many times the size that they were before eating each other. We've often talked about uh, animation and the trials and tribulations of that. Well, like, you know, HBO got bought by Discovery and then they found out that they had to pay residuals for all the streaming of the animated series that were making HBO Max such a incredible place for animation enthusiasts and, and families watching awesome shows from Cartoon Network. Uh, and then they uh, they got rid of all of it. They, they destroyed all of it because they didn't want to pay people money that that they're owed like they didn't want people to to 
live. It, it's, it's nothing to a corporation that size, but they, they, they cut back. They streamlined. It's all like you know. I mean, it's capitalism, right? You can just shrug and say, "Well, it's capitalism. What are you going to do? Almighty dollar, right?" But it's it, you know, we we can all acknowledge, right, that it's it's going too far, and. And there's a lot of folks like I live in Orlando, obviously. Well, the things that I see relating to Disney and Star Wars, for that matter, there's people who are having like these are legitimately their churches and they tithe to them. They pay big money that they might not have to have annual passes. It feels really uncomfortable to be a mouthpiece for media that I love that's also being used by major corporations to take advantage of people, to create products that are, if I'm being honest, you know, like I, I've, I've cut back. I don't really buy things anymore. There's so many things, but very likely they have a very bad environmental footprint. The thing that lasts, the thing that's the most important are stories. I want to tell stories. I want to appreciate awesome stories. That's why I'm so grateful for Andor. I feel like Tony Gilroy, the creator of that show, you know, sees that he's in a position where he can tell a meaningful story. And whereas, say, a bunch of people might not tune into and be affected by uh, a drama about the riots at Attica Prison in the 1970s, well, they will tune into the Star Wars show and see stories about oppression and rebellion that can be meaningful to today. But that's a creator who has been by maybe just chance, given the opportunity to tell a meaningful story through a massive media conglomerate that can't be trusted necessarily. I mean, they're, they're, they're not the worst, but it's a scary world where average everyday people don't have a lot of power and the people who are, you know, weirdos for a lot of reasons, like me, uh, have less. So that's why... One, I retreated, and two, I feel also that it's important to come back because the podcast medium is one of the only like accessible ways for people to be able to be in control of their own voice. And I want to do that. And I, and I want to share the art that I love. That's been meaningful to me. I know it's been meaningful to you folks. Um, and I don't want to, you know, like, I will always be honest about my feelings. Um... These days, I spent a lot of my career on Nerdy Show um, before I came out hiding away. My ethos at the time was Hex would be talking about his Aunt Nancy and uh, and Mike and I would be making fun of it. But I'd be doing that in, in a way to like kind of deflect from Hex who's had no problem talking about his own life. Well, to me, I thought that was uh, egotistical in some ways. Like, no one's here to hear about you, bud. Like, let's we just got to talk about media. But that was me thinking about me. That was how I didn't want to talk about me because I didn't relate to me. I didn't really want to have a body. I just wanted to talk about media or to be perceived as a cartoon of some kind. Um, well, now I do have a body, a real body that I connect with viscerally. And that's a whole story for another time in terms of like what that means, what that means to not realize anything about yourself and be so disassociated from <laughs> many aspects of life, including but not limited to physical presence it eliminates a person's capacity to have real perspective on where they're going and what they want and that's another thing that changed when everything about your life gets upended like in a not just in an external the external factors have been interesting but internally 
and all of a sudden it's like, well, I'm here now and I'm happy about it, but good grief, I am my true self living in a world that was made by somebody else. And there's crossover, shared memories. It's a very uh, fourth dimensional experience. Oh, also during uh, during the pandemic, like so many people, I realized I have ADHD. Fun. So a lot of things started making sense. And these days I'm doing a pretty good job of uh, getting an equilibrium. Got, uh, you know, finally got the Howling House out and I'm really proud of it. Colin kicked ass in the sound design. I mean, if you haven't heard this thing yet, it's going to blow your mind. Like he did spatial sound design. So if you're listening in headphones or with this round setting, like you feel like you're in the room with them. But uh, yeah, we so we have we have new shows recorded. Um, the the show we're funding at uh, CthulhuMystery.com slash crowdfund. The case of the Penumbral Gate. Uh, it's me and uh, Melody Pereira, who played Anjana in The Terrible Secret of Lot X, if you remember that season of Mystery Program. Uh, and then also Liam from RPG from Scratch and Sarah Ray Werner, writer, director, and lead of a podcast called Girl in Space. Maybe you've heard of that. Um, further incentive uh, to, to check it out. So, you know. Anyway, I'm just rambling. Um, but it is something I have wanted to do for a while to like say hello, um, touch base with all of you in whatever way I can. Um, and you can reach out to us across various social networks. I don't know what we're doing outside of Twitter at this point. Um, uh, that's been a hoot trying to promote a show during that mess. In terms of discourse, there's, of course, the Discord. Omniverse.media slash Discord. And uh, comment on this episode's page on nerdyshow.com. Uh, reach out to us on social media and hit us up on Patreon where you can also chat with us in various ways. Patreon.com slash Omniverse Media or Patreon.com slash Nerdy Show. I'm going to keep this line open. We'll see what comes. I'm excited for the future where all kinds of strange and wonderful things are going to happen. Let's close with a song like we used to do. Do you remember the old days? My old friends, many of whom are approaching 40 just like me. Sorry, not sorry. I think we're great. I think we're really great. And I think we've learned a lot. And I think we've struggled a lot to be here. And I'm proud of us. And I wish Triforce Mike could see us now. Think about him all the time. Why did I even do that? I'm trying not cry now. Fuck. Ah. Anyway. Poof. It's like I stepped in an ant pile that I built myself. Why would I do that? <laughs> um, this is a song from a band. Uh, that my friends and I were really into in college. Uh, the front man of this band, Charlie Hondrick, has done a lot of things with us over the years. Uh, he performed with the band Hamptons. Uh, he performs under the moniker Coach Hop. And um, when I heard this song, it, it deeply affected me. Uh, it communicated to me in ways that I did, couldn't fully acknowledge. And so, in honor of Canada's National Polyamory Day, which happens on... November 23rd. As, uh, as far as I know, they're the only nation that has a day dedicated to polyamory. In honor of, of National Polyamory Day and in honor of my polycule, here's a song called The Friends Song. You may recognize it as the uh, theme song to The Losers Club, a Stephen King podcast. Uh, Mike Rothman, who's one of the leads of that show, 
Uh, he and I grew up together and also knew Charlie Hondrick, and we both love this song a lot, and the record it comes from a lot. It's a song about love, it's a song about friendship, and I do hereby claim it as the national anthem of the undefinable nation of polyamory. Here's the friend song by the most. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time. Sometime. Else time. Bye. I'm Kat. My friendship to all of you precludes my involvement with any one of you. But if you want to make love, then I do too. And I'll be right there behind you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.